0: Life-Giving Disciplines series, Knowing the Power of Communication with God. Let's lift our heads before the Lord. And Father, I'm going to ask that the spirit of wisdom and revelation flood into every heart here, that our eyes would be opened, and that we would see exactly what you want to put into us today. It is our heart's desire to grow in relationship with you and to learn how you communicate with us and to communicate better and better and better. In Jesus' name. Amen. It takes a little time to develop a relationship with God, as you probably know. Uh, Being led by the Holy Spirit, which includes responding to the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, hearing a still small voice. But today, even more than ever, humankind is damaged goods. So people everywhere have some degree of brokenness in their personal lives. Or in their family's life, or people close to them, and the Father God is very keen on you and me walking and living in the peace and in peace and wisdom these days. He wants that for us. He wants you to know the depths of His love individually, and that you would walk daily and rest in the security of your relationship with Him and His love for you. This is why we're on this. In fact, I've discovered something amazing. I've discovered how uh, personally. And deeply affirming he is. And you may not know him that way. I didn't know him that way. Because I didn't have the ears to hear. That he would be saying affirming things to me. I had something just happen the other day with Monty. I was sitting in the van. Out front a couple of days ago. Because there's been this prodding in my heart from the Lord about ministering to people, more people that you don't know, like going outside and just being in the park and, and just setting up. In the, the Lord wants to do miracles in people's lives and uh, go out. So anyway, I was had this thought process and I was just saying, hey, you know, it was cold out. Hey, Monday jump in the car. I said, you know, I was just thinking about, I seem to have a, a greater capacity to uh, minister to people that I have relationship with. That there's a, already a sense of uh, relationship. And um, because I do feel like the Lord is saying He wants me to go out instantly just like that. Just like that. The Lord said in my spirit, Roger, I know all those people. And when He said that, He said, You're going to trust my relationship, what I know. You feel Did you the, the, the root, Did you feel the sense? See, when you repeat what the Lord says, there's a witness. He said, I already know all those people, even though you don't, I know them. And my heart, it did something in me. Communication, knowing the power of communication with God is so liberating. You're stuck one moment, and the next moment you're not stuck. When he pulls you along this way, you're not sure, and he goes, I'm going to make you sure, and I'm going to talk to you. He's wonderful, isn't he? You step out and look, I wrote that song. Do you know that little song? Free Indeed. I wrote that song. And then since I wrote it, I thought, I don't, I don't think it is. There was a warfare on my mind. I don't think. Well, I even pulled another song. We're going to do another song. We're going to do that song. Was there something in that song? There's a release of, of, of like a, a song of deliverance that came forth. It's like, like, like when you do stuff and step out, there is a need to submit it to the Lord and walk with the Lord and, and trust Him. So anyway, um, he's so affirming. I just wanted to start off with this. Matthew twelve twenty says this. This is so, so beautiful about the Lord. Read it with me. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench until he brings justice to victory. You see, when you're walking with the Lord, you're not all that good at hearing Him. And I'll get into the reasons why. We're not that good at it. We're, we're so used to walking our own way because of brokenness. Because we're, not, we're just not all that good. But He comes like this. He goes, I'm not going to snuff you out. I'm not going to break you. I'm going to mend you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to co- co- cause you to come into full flame. This is the God that you serve and walk with. A smoldering way, he's going to go, you know what, you've been so much smoke in my eyes, we're done, he doesn't do that, he goes, oh, the breath of heaven comes on their little ember, and you begin to go, I can do it, I can do it, you change, you begin to change, because he loves you, and he's, I'm not going to break, you feel so broken, I'm going to repair that, and you're going to be stronger than you were before, this is the God that we serve, Communication with God is all about you becoming better than you were, that you're moving into a place. And so it's really important to know that the key to relationship is time with. I was about to say the key to relationship is time with. He's always available to you, yet he loves to lead. This is crazy, but remember Tommy Tinney? Anybody remember him a long time? The God Chaser's book, remember that thing? He, he had this thing he did with his daughters where they would kind of try to find him, and he would hide. And then he'd jump out, and here I am, and they'd all laugh and stuff. And he, he had a revelation on his life that the Lord was like that. The Lord was playful, and the Lord would like, hide for a minute. And see, if you, you seek the Lord, seek the Lord, and he could pop up, here I am. Now, we, we get so serious. We get too serious. We get so pharisaical serious that we take all the joy out of the relationship. But the Lord is delighted in us. Say delighted. The Lord delights in his people. You're just little kids. The oldest, the oldest person, the, the most seasoned saint is a little shaver in the eyes of the ancient of days. He's just a little kid. so vulnerable in this realm. So repeat this with me. Say, I am a spirit, I have a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and I live in a body. And here's how it started. Your spirit was dormant, you were dead in your sins, but Jesus came to forgive your sins and make your spirit alive. And once you were dead in your sins and now you're alive inside. So the challenge, of course, is is that the great need of ongoing restoration of the soul and your mind and your will and your emotions that get in the way God is spirit and he speaks to us through our spirit so our spirit's been made alive and is the new home of the holy spirit who dwells in us so your spirit came alive the Proverbs says that the spirit of man is the candle of the lord so when the lord's going to speak to you it's not going to be a mental thing it's going to be a, a impulse a, a a impression a, a word a, some like a little picture Uh, just it's so many but when you begin to really cultivate listening from your spirit what happens is your mind you I've learned I've actually learned now don't ever let my mind get in the way of what the Holy Spirit says and I only say what I know for certain that the Holy Spirit is actually saying in my spirit I don't add to it I don't try to figure it out I just kind of go with that if he adds more I add more Sometimes it could, it, you know, there's, a, there's this ability to stay in the Spirit, right? And to listen to the Lord. And that, when, when we talk about this stuff, you're the, still, the, the inner witness and the still small voice are ways that the Holy Spirit communicates with you through your spirit. We'll get into all that in a minute, but I want to say that uh, it's uh, John 6, first part. No, no one can, can come to me, Jesus said, unless the Father who sent me draws him. And the beautiful thing about all of the, our relationship with God is that He has initiated it. He has initiated it. And we respond in kind. He didn't come after you in anger. He came after you in love. He's trying to disciple you in His heart for you. He's trying to get you to understand that since he's initiated. See, your mind and our mind, it doesn't work that way. But he's, try, he's working on us to get us to open up. So it's a, a bit of a two-step process. Uh, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. So there's this two things. There's a belief in the heart and a confession with the mouth. That's the beginning point of our salvation. For by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not of your doing. Jesus has given see. This is so important. We'll get there's uh, some other verses out of the Passion Bible have in a minute here that really open this up. But um, and we've talked a few months ago about this idea that the Lord wants to bring you into this unity with Father God. So here's Jesus. And and Jesus says basically saying the glory that uh, you have given me, Father, I have given to them that they may be one, even as we are one. So there's this desire for God that he says, "I and them and you and me." Jesus, says, I'm going to live in them and bond them and knit their heart to you the same way that we're knitted together. We're going to have this love connection, so that we can be perfectly one together. And then the world will know that you sent. Because they'll look at the person and they go, ah, this, "How come that guy didn't get mad at me the way I got mad at him?" You know, when when somebody does wrong to you and then you pray for them and you have this wonderful spirit, it just messes with people. You're not retaliating. What the world is this? Jesus is showing off His love and His grace for people. So we have this challenge to learn to submit our minds. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. Romans chapter 8, verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds. Everybody say minds. On the things of the flesh. That's what gets you in trouble, right? But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. Let that kind of get in there. Set the mind on the on, your, on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Now Joyce Spire has this best-selling book called Battlefield of the Mind. It's a classic and it's a she has uh, reasons. What what a, what a hostile mind looks like. So she these are enumerated in her book. Uh, there's so see if this is any if, if your mind acts in any of these ways. A wandering, a wandering, wandering, mind. A confused mind. A doubtful and unbelieving mind. An anxious or worried mind. A judgmental, critical, or suspicious mind. Or a passive mind. Now, these are states or conditions of the mind that after things of the flesh. You know, it's funny. I can look around the room and read these and this is what you see. People go like this. So we need a little, we need a little work on our mind. Okay. The mind that has been given uh, over... God has given us the mind of Christ. So here you go. Ready? Our brains are wired for connection, but trauma rewired them for protection. And I, I saw this statement, and it jumped at me, and I thought, okay, look, the, the reason so many people have such a difficult time communicating with God is because they have all this past static. They got these things that are in their life that they haven't been healed haven't had had uh, dealt with so it's like what's God saying I don't know you know you you're not you don't have the the peace in your spirit your mind's running all over the place it's busy it's judgmental it's anxious it's it's doing all these things why the word trauma is an interesting word and it means serious injury to the body as from some physical violence or accident or sevo- severe emotional or mental distress caused by an um, an experience of some sort, an experience that causes severe anxiety or emotional distress such as rape or combat, an event or situation that causes great disruption or suffering. So there's a lot of, uh, there's, there's static on the cha- channel of somebody's mind to hear from God when they have unresolved woundings that are manifesting on the inside. Does that make sense? See so, why, so what's the Lord going to do? What is, what is His desire? His desire is to love you so deeply that he would like, let me heal your mind so that you can get, we can communicate, we can talk. It's amazing to me how few people understand these things. This is not a sterile, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to take this verse. Now look, this is all good, what I'm saying is all good. We're going to take a verse and we're going to meditate on it. That's very, very good to meditate on the word. And I could start from hey, let's go to be let's connect with the Lord through meditating on the word. Incredible subject. Incredible subject. But there is a certain amount of people that in the room are like their minds they need freedom. They need help. Why is the mind like that? What's the trauma? What happened? What's going on in your life? What is the thing that's blocking you from this? We're not talking about a religion we're talking about a relationship where God says come on those things that are really troubling you i want to heal those so that we can have this relationship that's really the, the gospel that's what jesus didn't come say okay everybody sit in straight rows let's sit down whatever 50 here 50 here we're going to break some bread we're going to, eat, we're going to feed you it's going to be a miracle too. you're going to love it jesus is jesus is is relational What's another reason why people have static on the channel? This is one of mine. Word curses. Word curses spoken over you that hinder your communication with God. You could have something happen in you. Somebody said something to you at a young age. told mine over and over. I don't need to tell it again. But you can have something that was spoken and you. Put yourself in agreement with it. You agree with it and now it's a curse to you. And you're stuck. And when those things break off your mind, it's literally like a mind control thing. It's like a squid pops off your head. There's stuff in the spirit realm that causes you to be where you cannot move forward because you're stuck, because there's a curse. And the Lord wants to liberate you and me from all things that we've held as personal beliefs that came, that were not, in, they weren't a blessing. They were something that tied your mind down. Number three generational sins passed down from the family can hinder your communication with God. A mindset in the family it could be pride, it could be fear, it could be uh, addiction, it could be a mindset of rejection or abandonment. The list goes on and on and on. And the idea is this, that when you grew up in a family, that spirit, there was a spirit in that home. When you grew up in a family, there's a spirit in that home. When you leave that home, that spirit is what you know. It goes with you. Maybe you're prideful. Maybe you're fearful. Maybe you're always anxiety-filled. Maybe you're just a uh, Just i got to make sure I reject other people before they reject me because that's what we learned in our house, you know. So whatever that is that you carry with you. And then you come into the kingdom of God. And the Lord says, we love each other here. And you go, oh, God, that's hard. That's really hard. i got something inside of me, and my hostile mind is reacting to this because all this stuff comes up, and I can't trust. I don't trust. I don't trust anybody. Trauma. Generational sin. Worker. You say, let's talk about communicating with God. Let's talk about healing you. Let's talk about getting you free so you can hear his sweet voice. Because he's talking, but it's bing, bound. comes on. I love you. What? No, that couldn't be him. Nobody loves me. You argue with it. I'll never forget. I was sitting down there having my devotions. Devotions. I'll never forget this. The Lord said, I loved you. I said, I'm sorry, I'm having the devotions. He was showing me his devotion and I couldn't even receive it. People are like that. They sit down, they think it's a religion. They think it's law. They think it's something I got to do, I got to do, I got to do, I got to do to earn my brownie points because I never was accepted for who I was. So therefore, I got to do something. It's religion and it will kill you. It'll just kill you, annihilate you, and you'll hate the church and you'll hate God and you'll hate because it's just too hard because it's never supposed to be that. You come to Jesus and He heals the brokenhearted. He sets the captive free. He liberates you. He breaks the generational curses. And then you hear His sweet voice. My God! This is our God. Our God's not religion. Our God's the lover of our souls. That's why a book like this it's going to be fun. This guy has that spirit. The spirit that I'm communicating with you is in this little book here. It's liberating to, to be in the presence of, to read something from somebody who knows Jesus like you do. Oh, baby. Or like, like I do. I don't know what, how you know Him, but you know. Romans 8. 14 through 16. See, when you come in God's family, love is the foundation. Look at this. Now, I just love this. This is the Passion Version. This is the Passion Version. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Now, the mature children, see, it doesn't say just impulses of the flesh. I just like, I think that's kind of cool that they put the word impulses in there. Basically, this verse says, all who are led of the Spirit are children, uh, children of God or sons of God, if you're led of the Spirit. But they put the word impulses in there, which I think's good. Because the Holy Spirit can give you direction. I've shared with you before, He's so practical. He's so spiritual. He's just all kinds of things. Whatever you need, He's there to help you with it. I'll never forget. Never forget. We're coming back from... You know, you've heard me tell the story of us standing out there pumping the gas, and the Holy Spirit starts prodding me to pray in tongues. I'm saying, okay, start praying in tongues. I'm praying in tongues. La la, la la, la la, I'm praying in tongues, praying in tongues. And he says, "Check your oil. Oh, I get an interpretation from the tongue. I go and check the oil. I need five quarts. God loves me. I stop to get gas. He said, he made it fun. He goes, pray in tongues. Instead of just telling me, he says, pray in tongues for a little bit. I'm going to make sure you get this because I don't want your car messed up. So I'm praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit. Then he goes, I'm going to give you, give you the interpretation. <laughs> I'm probably praying in tongues in some language going like this. Oh, Lord, don't let my car be destroyed. Oh, Lord, help me make sure I do what's right. I, he could have had me praying that. And he's like laughing up there, going, I got him praying. Because I don't know what I'm praying in the spirit. I'm probably praying about my car. And he goes, oil. Check your oil. I check the oil. Oh, my God, look at that. Like a, I go in and I buy it and put it in. I go, i got another one. I'm, i got to go get it. The, the lady's like, Good night. <laughs> I, I, bought, I bought three to start with, and that wasn't enough. My car didn't explode. We were down in uh, Annapolis. My car, it, it didn't die. Now, is that a nice God or what? I wasn't hard-headed. How foolish is this? There's people that are hard-headed, bull-headed, all kinds of, and they just destroy the car. And you see people destroying stuff all the time because they're so resistant, stiff-necked. You know, I can't submit to God. And God's like, hey, man, I'm trying to help you out here. Well, look at this, verse 15. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. Isn't that beautiful? Leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. I just love the passion version. Is that really nicely put? He's saying, look, I've given you a spirit, and your spirit communicates with my spirit. I haven't given. I'm giving you the spirit of adoption. I have not given you the spirit of religious duty, where you have to be always trying to prove yourself. But what you have received, you have received the spirit of full acceptance. Next one, yeah. Enfolding you into the family of God, and you'll never be feel orphaned. For as He rises up within us, our spirits join Him in saying the words of tender affection. Beloved Father, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us, and he whispers into our inmost being, you are God's beloved child. And since you are his true children, we qualify for sharing his treasures, for indeed we are heirs of God himself. And since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that he has. All that he is and all that he has. He will we will experience being co-glorified with him and provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. And I wanted to put that in it. Typically, I don't like to put the word sufferings up in front of you. But here's the point here. There's another whole passage I can get into. Growing up, Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered. And he's, he's in Hebrews explaining. He goes, you know what? He says, then he says, you know what? I got lots to say about this, but you guys are too dull of hearing. You're still unskilled because you're having milk and you don't really know the ways of the Lord. But solid food is for those people who actually through practice have discerned good and evil. They know what's right and wrong. You know, I had an interesting thing um, the other day. I, I went and bought a birthday card it was for Heather's birthday. I had to get a card that said 70 on it. And I put some $100 bills in it. When I got home, I had two envelopes. I don't know how I picked up two envelopes. And I've got, I got to take one of these envelopes back to Walmart. I have a card. I've got two blue envelopes. I'm I to use one. I didn't buy this one. So I go up to the guy and say, I'm going to, I got this envelope. I didn't buy it. He looks at me like I'm an idiot. I said, I will go put it back on the shelf. Now I'm walking back there enjoying being with Daddy God. I love Daddy God. And I've got this envelope. It means nothing to nobody but me and Him. Did I put it back on the shelf? Discerning good and evil. Faithful in the little things. So we're supposed to love the Lord. You know, just be... If if I have other times when I had stuff that I bought and there was one tied to the back and I had to go take and still people look at you when you get away with something they don't they think I'm going you didn't get away- why are you coming back here I got to pay for this why you got out the first time we checked your cart you made it I didn't make it in heaven I made it on earth but I'm concerned about heaven. How we do it. We're going to close this up here. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. The Lord wants to uh, work freedom in every place that your mind is captive and heal all the bruises that hinder our communication with God. So here we go. John eight thirty two, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And I love the Passion Translation. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. Isn't that wonderful? If you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. Psalm 119, 105. The, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. John 16, 13. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. And you will not sp- He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will declare to you the things that are to come. I love this one. Jeremiah 23:29 is not my word like fire declares the lord and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces if you have something that's very difficult the lord says get my word in you we're going to break it down we're going to break it down it's not going to torment you it's not going to overthrow you it's not going to Psalm 1 verse 2 but his delight is in the law of the lord and he meditates everybody say meditates day and night Joshua 1.8, the law, book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. So, uh, I have more, but I tell you what, I'm just going to stop right there. Did anybody get anything out of this today? We, let's stand together. Father God loves free kids. He's invested His Son to give you a beautiful freedom to live in. He wants the things that He's done in you to spread around. He wants to cause others to have the capacity and the release of freedom in their life. Let's lift our heads to the Lord. Just praise Him for a moment. Thank You, Lord. We praise You, Lord. We praise You, praise You, praise You. You're so sweet to us. You're so good to us. And now, Lord, we just ask that you would cover every heart uh, in all of these things. If there was a curse, if there was a, uh, just a struggle in the mind, a business of the mind, if there's any kind of thing like that, we say, Spirit God, come, come and liberate. Come and liberate. Come and liberate so we can hear you, respond to you, be blessed by you, know your voice. Because, Lord, this, the fact is, the matter is that all your sheep hear your voice. We hear your voice. We go ahead and say I hear your voice I am your sheep and I hear your voice that's the truth and Lord when we're in close proximity to your word faith and confidence always rises up within us and it doesn't it's not stolen because we know that you are there with us so we I pray for each person that there come a greater love for the communication with you through your word that there would just be that undergirding of it I break the curse, I break the words right now that say I don't get anything out of it. I've tried it before, I break that. I come against that thought process that says it's too difficult for me to understand. No, love is not difficult to understand. Love comes and drops in thoughts in your spirit that woos you to know how cherished you are and those things come right out of the Bible. They come out of the word of god the lord's here i break the sense of curse over i can't understand the bible no the holy spirit will breathe life-giving thoughts into your heart and and cause you to feel treasured and know him because his word is alive let's just praise him for that right now the lord's putting a little punctuation on the end of this the word of his love for you is so powerful so powerful he wants to, to release that if you need another translation or whatever you need just get into start something fresh with the Lord sitting in his presence worshiping him reading his word delighting in him letting him fill it now see when I start talking like this here's what the Lord's parts put in my heart he says my beloved children do you know how many people I want to tell of my love and if you're full of it it'll be easier you to tell of it Would you come to me and be filled with my love so you can pour it out on those around you who are so needy? Because the Lord's not just talking about us. We're not the Dead Sea. He wants us to be the Jordan River. He wants to flow something. He wants to flow something through us. So Lord, we we make that commitment to you in Jesus' name. Amen.